Hi, I'm Reed Keating, and this is Free Enterprise in three minutes. In this 113th episode, we're going to take a look at corporate mergers. Periodically, in the political arena, corporate mergers come under political attack, with calls for government to stop various mergers or even unravel some that already have occurred. Such opposition has cropped up again recently. So how does economics help us think about mergers and acquisitions or M&A? Unlike in politics, economics makes clear that there is nothing intrinsically wrong with mergers. Leftist and populist political opposition to mergers amounts to little more than a political bias against large businesses. In reality, while being a big business does nothing to assure future success, large businesses that do excel in the marketplace can benefit from economies of scale, enhanced productivity, and offering lower prices. By the way, these are economic positives, not nefarious undertakings that warrant some kind of government crackdown. As for mergers and acquisitions, the success, failure, or you know something in between will rest upon such matters as improved management, uh, efficiency gains, reduced overhead, synergies, uh, combined and complementary expertise, enhanced abilities, uh, to enter new markets, and so on. And it's important to understand that mergers ultimately will and should be put to the test of competition and consumer decision-making in the marketplace, rather than being subject to political preferences. And it shouldn't be surprising to learn that anti-big business politics that leads to, op- to opposition to mergers tends to boost big businesses and undermine entrepreneurship. First, mergers and acquisitions often are central to the entrepreneurial process that drives innovation and economic income and job growth. Indeed, a surefire way to cripple startups is to reduce or disincentivize investment in such ventures. It's rather commonplace in an assortment of industries for a certain portion of startups to eventually be purchased and merged into larger businesses. That possibility or option provides incentives for investing in such enterprises. Kill or reduce the M&A option and policymakers will reduce investment in entrepreneurial enterprises. Second, the inevitable call for more regulation so that government can decide rather than entrepreneurs, investors, competition, and consumers, which mergers are okay and which are not, is the fact that large businesses generally possess the resources to better withstand the costs of government regulation. That is, one non-market factor that can drive mergers is exactly the activity that antitrust regulators and assorted politicians engage in. That is, large companies tend to be far better equipped to deal with burdens of government regulation than our smaller firms. Ah, the irony of it all. Hey, thanks for listening, and like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And please subscribe to the Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes podcast. Take care, and hey, think more like an economist.